All right. Let's start out with who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Hey, my name is Anna Startseva, and I'm a director of customer customer experience product marketing at Freshworks. Why do you know Freshworks? Would you like me to tell you more about it? You know, I think I think the the audience would be interested. Freshworks has been around for a while, but what do you focus? What is Freshworks focused on in this current era of? of AI and customer experience and product. Yeah, absolutely. So Freshworks is actually having its 13th anniversary to today or this week, actually. So exciting times. We're an awkward teenager, digitally adapt awkward teenager <laughs> right now. And what we're focused on is delivering great customer experience. So that has never changed for us. We are a digital platform available to CX practitioners across your phone channels, your digital channels, your email channels. Um, we have a great experience for the agents where they can see all the information on the same blue screen. And now what's new and different these days is the opportunity to enhance and amplify those experiences with AI. So we're here mostly talking about AI, and that's honestly what a lot of the CX folks want to hear these days. Everybody, first of all, everybody's talking about AI. Everybody wants to hear AI. No one really understands what AI is and how it can solve a particular challenge in their business in terms of estimating the cost benefit. And when I think about the cost benefit, I don't just mean the, the financial investment, there is a transformation cost for a business to adopt this new way of thinking with inside their organization. Because can you imagine being a CXO or somebody who's responsible for customer experience and going in to your, your team and saying, all right, I went to this conference, I heard all this thing about some AI, let's get some AI. That, that to be like, yeah, but then all of a sudden, the complexity or the uncertainty, the compliance, the security, all of that comes into play. I know you know all this, I'm saying this because I, the audience is thinking this. And, and how would you respond to those thoughts? Is this, it's kind of a, it's a new world, but are you guys, how, do you, how are you tiptoeing into that yeah. universe? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of loaded stuff there, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. loaded question. So let me unpack that a little bit. Um, at Freshworks, I've been doing AI since 2018. We've been offering pro products that are powered by AI since then. So it's definitely not like a brand new world for us. But now the interest has really exploded and we've like doubled, tripled down on kind of what we do and the features that we provide for our customers. What's interesting and different about Freshworks is that we really want to make AI accessible for everyone, every type of customer from like a 10 people shop to like your big, big old like Amazon type of a company. So, and everyone in between. So what we do is it's, it comes, AI comes pre-built with our platform, right? So you, you don't, as a leader, you don't have to make a lot of these scary sounding decisions of like, hey, how do I like, harmonize and get all my data together from all of my different channels, all of my different interactions, because that's like kind of a headache for yeah, many, right? Yeah, yes. Or how do I dip my toes in? Kind of we can we can work with you based on your industry, based on how experienced you are in different types of technologies to kind of lay out the path for you. 
So even a lot of our smaller customers are able to take advantage of some of these easy to use features. So in CX space, it would be features like summarizing tickets like quickly and easily. So AI can provide a little nice little summary, three bullet points that you can you know share with your agents, share with your leaders, etc., to like resolve a ticket. Or other interesting features, just easily creating a um, uh, knowledge base article from just a single prompt. So no coding, no real experience there. AI can now do that for you. So these types of features can be easily enabled, just like toggling, like a little, uh, you know, a little widget there. Like you, you know. So we try to make it as seamless as possible for our customers, um, depending on you know, uh, ir irrespective of the scale, right, of their business. Um, when we're working with customers in who have you know complex needs, who are obviously very careful because of some of the industries that they come from, um, we want to make sure that they're comfortable with with you know what's happening with their data. And what's happening with their data is it's all secure. Like even when we're training an AI model on a customer data, it doesn't travel outside. So that data is not exposed to other customers, other accounts. It's not going out there into like the open models for everyone. You know, the data is safe and secure. So customers can be sure that what we're doing for them is only for them. Um, so so that's, that's a little bit about that. Yeah, what a great answer. What I loved about what you just said is you address the security conversation keeping this data in, in integral, the integrity for mm -hmm. your clients. But I also, I, I think, don't, don't quote me on this, but I think it was someone like um, Einstein or Edison who said, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And I loved the way that you explained the, 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 the container of which you're working, that it scales down to small businesses, to big businesses. Because if you can't get it right for a small team, you know, I, I really concerned for the bigger teams. And I love that you said that. So you're, are you, can you, and feel free to say pass on any of these questions because this is always unedited. So you always have the option to pass. When you, there, you're you're on a release cycle of your data of upgrading and 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 enhancements always I I can imagine especially over 13 years is there been a recent release or is there an upcoming release that people should be thinking about or knowing about yeah absolutely thanks for that wonderful question so yeah so within within their company we're constantly growing and innovating in the CX space so we did start 13 years ago with a with a desk, customer service desk, ticketing, like in-depth tickets. That was the starting point for our company. And over the years, we've innovated with different uh, products. You know, like in the last couple of years, it's all been about conversational experiences, covering all the social channels, and not necessarily with tickets, but with genuine conversations. So our latest product in that space uh, is called the Freshworks Customer Service Suite. It blends together the conversational with the deep ticketing, and it's all on our wonderful platform that has the AI built in. So that's kind of like the latest product and experience that a lot of uh, companies, especially in the B2C space, are attracted to. Um, and within that, like this summer, we had our beta program. So it was a closed beta because we wanted to monitor and make sure we understand the results, we understand the, um, the agent experience, the leader experience. 
So we released that um, um, closed beta program to our CX customers. And what we wanted to see is kind of the uptake um, in the product that's called Copilot. And what that does is kind of create seamless experience for your agents where they can take advantage of features I mentioned. So uh, summarizations, rephrasing, tone enhancements, um, creating articles from just a simple prompt. So all that is now available. So great results there. So we, we saw about a 60% improvement in how quickly a person can get an, through a uh, knowledge base article. So imagine creating your knowledge base article 60% faster. So huge. Um, in terms of just AHT, um, which I, I always, I'm now blanking. <laughs> on what average whole time, oh average whole time. It was because, channel time, oh my God. <laughs> it's because, it's because the, the people walked by and were screaming. They broke my chain of thought too. I lost it. I'm right so there with you. So average time um, has been decreased by 30%. So that's like what? Uh, that's a lot of a workday of your agent. So 30% improvement in average handle time uh, per agents using some of these AI features. So that was the close beta this summer. Now we've just released, I feel like everything's happened this week, um, this week to our customers in an open data and uh, beta, a new set of features that are around insights. So this is for leaders. This is for people making decisions. And what's hard about making decisions, it's like, you know, having the right data and like actually getting to the right insight. So instead of like sifting through a ton of information, uh, your Excel sheets, pivot tables, like who loves that? Do you love that as a leader? No, no Not no, really? Not no, today? Not at all. Not at all, right? It's, it's like a Never. lot. Never, yeah. right? You come in on Monday and you're like, all right, let's see what happened this week. Um, so what leaders are able to do now with Freshworks is get those instant insights uh, depending on their role in the company. So imagine you, you breeze into work, you have your cup of coffee, and then you just click a button and it, it kind of tells you what's been going on. Is your HT better or worse than last week by how much and what's causing that? What is the root cause? And then based on that, you can make decisions of like things you can automate or improve in terms of your operational performance. So very cool, powerful features that are across you know your different stakeholders we talked about leaders we talked about you know agents and then of course there's the customer self-service which is out there as well you are so articulate about this topic i'm so i feel so grateful that i just bumped into you at the little snack bar <laughs> so downstairs so here's here's where i'd love to take this conversation because you've you've talked about the innovation and and and, and the solution. But this AI transformation and the changes for the agents that are happening mm -hmm. in, in the wild, mm -hmm. agents, and this is just a hypothesis or like a, 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 a general observation. Maybe it's partly I'm seeing it, but mostly I think I'm hearing it in the industry that agents Technology is going to, on one end of the spectrum, empower self-service by customers for their customer experiences. But what I think the result of that is, is the more complex customer experience um, engagements will go up to agents. So agents themselves will need to deal with more and more complex issues for businesses as, as the trend going forward. And so your solution, it sounds like what it does is it, does it solve or help 
that transition in the industry, or am I getting that right? Or you know, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a it's a kind of a hypothesis on yeah. all of us in the industry. But you're in there actually trying to solve. Is is that in alignment with? Yeah, it's definitely in alignment with what we're seeing. So a couple of trends at work and at play here. So number one, the honest on agents. So a lot of the agents are a little bit scared. They're like, well, one, is technology going to replace me? And two, what kind of things will I have to do as an agent to like keep up and deliver the best experiences? And what a lot of those things boil down to is number one, like agents will you know, need to be more comfortable with technology and need to be able to use that technology. In a lot of ways, it's really empowering. So we see a lot of younger folks like loving the automations. They're like, oh my God, this is just like Google or what have you, right? So, you know, the fact that technology will create instant answers for them or like rephrase their tone uh, based on the company's tone. Um, or easily be able to share knowledge-based articles. They don't have to like you know type out the right uh, passage or whatever. So they they're loving those features. But what it's also required of agents then is the ability to deliver empathy. It's like they need to be amplified in their humanity all of a sudden. They really need to have that connection with the customer. Where if the customer is having a difficult time, a problem, and that's why they're actually calling. That's not, not what, you know they're not using the chat. They're not using the um, chatbot, they want to call you, they want to talk to you, that's where the agent comes in and they need to deliver that you know, deep human empathy and connection so that the person on the other end of the line is, is, is able to kind of continue with their day, like get some positive reinforcement or whatever it is that they need to get going. Maintain their tether to reality because Absolutely. just going out, like there's so many times that you or I have called customer support and although a human being is talking to us on the phone, it's very clear to me anyway, that I'm really not talking to that person, I'm speaking to a set of policies and procedures. And so when the agent says things like, I can't do that, this has to happen this way, you need to do this, that, and don't get me wrong, I understand it's necessary. I mean, we're trying to, we're trying to connect human existence with corporations and and things so i get that that has to exist but what i just heard you talk about is a sensibility around helping the agent maintain the human element and tether to humanity despite the technology and the policy yeah, absolutely. And sometimes there are different ways to deliver that information, right? Like I, I had an experience very recently with uh, a, a retailer where I you know, wanted something delivered. I accidentally shipped it to my very old ad address that was like way across the country. And I was like, I, I need the stuff, I need the stuff. And I called them and I was like, where's my stuff? Get me the stuff here. And there's nothing they can do, right? There's absolutely nothing they can do. But the answer was delivered with empathy to the point where at the end of the call, I was okay with that answer, right? I was like, okay, there's really nothing. It's on me to get it back. Like, I need to make it happen. The company won't do anything. But I'm not, I'm no longer upset at the company because they provided a good human answer. So it was still policy, right? But it was done in human terms where it wasn't just like, oh, like, you idiot, you got your stuff delivered cross country, like, deal with it. It was, 
nicely handle, right? So that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that an agent can deliver. And interestingly, one of the areas we're, we're exploring further at Freshworks is um, kind of the ability to get instant coaching to your agents. So after every interaction with a customer, they can get kind of a rating or coaching based on how they did. And it's not only on delivering the right information, it's also um, did you say it in the right tone that kind of aligns with what we're trying to um, showcase as a company, right? Or was the was the closing well done? Did the customer feel valued at the end of it? So it's it's AI, but it's helping to almost evaluate like your human interactions. Uh, so a very interesting space there, but um, a lot of interest and need there from kind of for what we're seeing from um, customers where they really want to know and they want to provide that coaching in real time because, you know, um, coaching agents and like getting inundated with all the agent conversations is, is um, difficult to figure out what, what exactly the problems are or what, what you can pinpoint for like coaching in the moment. Right. It, it's, it's really helpful for career advancement to... Yeah. to, to to do that, you know, <clears throat> you remind me of these subtleties in customer experience design that that they're just so nuanced that people like we we have our t hard time seeing them and capitalizing on them. But as you were talking, I had this experience. I thought it was an amazing customer experience for all my reasons, but essentially in the Istanbul airport, there is a kiosk where if you touch a button, a person comes on on video and talks to you and walks you through your, your challenge or solution. And it's, it's hands down the most amazing experience that I've had as engaging with technology, human interface. But I was describing this experience, my like fanboyness of this experience to another CXer. And, and I was more detailed. I said, you know, I went, went up to this kiosk and I pressed a button and on the screen it said, you're next in line. And, and then I waited and then this person came on and solved my problem. And the other CXer who's more astute about the building of these experiences said that is the best part of that whole story is you're next in line and i said what and that person said imagine if it just said please wait the fact that somebody engineered that said told you as the traveler you're urgent for time you don't have answers you're worried about your flights you have all these things going on in your mind if you have to wait and no one is there to tell you or give you any feedback, for the, the machine to say you're next is just a subtle acknowledgement of how humans want to behave or feel treated. Yeah, it's an insight. It's an insight in how we work for sure. And I, use. and I think the parallel I'm drawing to our conversation is you're not and you're going to correct me if I'm wrong. You're not a great technology solution platform product because of how smart you are. There's because you have this same sensitivity of your next or this human-centered design that 
that reaches to something more than just a physical experience, but maybe a um, emotional or psychological experience. And that's not an easy thing to articulate when you're telling your story. Am I paraphrasing or saying this the wrong way? Or can you correct me where I'm wrong? (laughs) Oh yeah, I I think you're totally right. And actually, I had an experience at that Istanbul airport, which is beautiful by the way. It's like a gorgeous airport, right? But yeah. Two years ago, I had an experience there, and I was trying to find something, uh, and then I, I really couldn't. In like all those malls and all those oh, big geez. shops, I couldn't find whatever I was looking for, and I had to ask several people, but because I don't speak Turkish, and their English is not so great, I had an awful experience. It's a giant airport. I was like running around like crazy across like all this giant airport trying to find it. So I'm so glad to hear that they've sis, come up with a thing that sis. helps. I vlogged it, so <laughs> I'll send you the link. They fixed that problem. Wow. And so my here's even more. I wanted to get some decongestant. I go up to this 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 kiosk, I press, I say hello, she's like hi, I said I need something for my cough, and she's like, Oh, we don't have that in the stores here. Don't. Mm-hmm. And she said, So what you need to do is uh, behind you on the right is there's a phone that you can pick up the phone and tell the pharmacy what you want and they'll bring it to you. And I was like, what? And I was a little bit stunned because I'm talking to a video and she said, turn around. And I turn around and she said, over there on the right, go down there to the phone. I went over there, picked up the phone. I said, I need uh, something for a decongestant. They said, all right, just stay there in 10 minutes. Somebody will be there. I hung up. 10 minutes later, a guy walks up and says, this is what you need. You take five milliliters of this every three hours and you should be good to go. That's amazing. And I, I'll send you the video because yeah. I, I vlogged the whole thing because I was like, people have to see this. It's amazing. Yeah. So next time you go to Istanbul airport. Yeah, and I have a, an issue. And like my thing was also like, not only is it the language barrier, it was also like, it was a medical thing that I needed. And I didn't feel like talking about it to like every single attendant that was in that airport when they didn't understand me. It was, the, it was kind of a nightmare before. <laughs> there's a phone you just pick up and tell them yeah. and they come, they come right to you. Well, but even like when the people explain to me, I'm like, well, you, I mean, I have to call the pharmacy outside. I was like, I don't know, but I'm so glad to hear that it works. Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> it's bewilderingly good. I'll send it to you. Amazing. Well, yeah. But, but back to, back to what we were talking about. Do you want to s- Summarize is a tough thing, but do you want to summarize like where you are and the um, the landscape of customer experience today? Because the listeners they're going to get a different view of the the vast the wild future ahead, and you know, just what what do you think is going to be happening in twenty twenty four that people should be thinking about or wondering about? Yeah. Well, what's going to be happening is the continuation of the brave new world, right? A lot more AI um, coming your way. So I would like to encourage the listeners to make sure they like trial it out for themselves and start dipping their toes into this whole AI journey. Just start with yourself, right? So start with 
going to some of these sites and trying to see what you can do. Like you want to generate new art, here it is. You want to create your own website in seconds, here it is. Just become comfortable yourself with what it is, but also know that it's, you know, it's not perfect. It's machine generated, right? So it's, so you, you, you can see some of the gotchas. So once you're experience it for yourself, then maybe start thinking about what, what types of experiences can we automate with this or similar tools for your agents, your customer service uh, departments, right? So there's there's lots of opportunities there, there's lots of tools, so it's like start educating yourself so that you're comfortable when you're like interacting with the vendors and they are bringing you solutions, you at least kind of know what they're talking about, you've had some experiences, you can ask some of the right questions around, you know, how is this going to be empathetic to my customer? What is the security going to look like? Where is the data stored, etc. All those are important questions. So it's really a time to like, listen up, lean in and get engaged. I, I need to just say, I ask a lot of different questions for a lot of different people. I will say, the advice you just gave so far for this year, looking forward into 2024 was the most useful and helpful and thoughtful advice that I've gotten from any leader anywhere. Because so many times, maybe it's the way I portray the questions, it seems like in the context, uh, they perceive it in a context. But to have you say, the best advice is to go out yourself and mess around with these AI tools because I think I learned the most by spending time making some pictures, making some slide decks, using GPT. I think I got the most comfort myself. That really resonated with me. Not, not advice of like, go out and check out all this stuff. You're just saying, go online, there's all these free tools. Mess around personally to get sort of caught up to speed with the whole Yeah, trend. I feel, feel more comfortable with it because this is not the time to put your head in the sand and hope it all disappears. It won't, right? It's only gonna get faster and better, so get yourself comfortable, lean in. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely, my pleasure, thank you.